When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. This is Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. If you're uh, new to the show, uh, welcome. Uh, I can tell you, it has been a crazy week. I'll tell you, but you know, we do it the, the sustainable success way. We had a storm here last week in the greater New York area, and literally, I'm not kidding you, we had almost a million people without power, and I happened to be one of them. I was without power for a week. And lo and behold, the generator I used to have, I had given it to my brother-in-law in Venezuela a few years ago, and that, eh, I don't need one, but here we are a week later, didn't have any power. So, <laughs> But in any event, we always get by, we, we always make do, control what we can, let go of the rest, trust the process, the sustainable success way, it's all good. So again, you know, welcome to Sustainable Success. If you are new to us again, you found us here at the Voice American Influencers channel. You could also visit us on uh, iTunes and Spotify, including our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll list, uh, find many of our great guests that we've had on in the past, sharing their words of wisdom and insight to help scale your business and personal lives to the next level. So feel free to check us out there as well. You know, feel, provide a recommendation, provide some feedback. And again, it's for you. Take advantage of it and let that insight use to your advantage to take your business and personal life to the next level. Uh, today's show is being brought to you by Link2Expert.com. So are you ready to be known as an authority, the expert the easy way? Link2Expert connects speakers, trainers, consultants, executives, and entrepreneurs with event professionals in the media all over the world. Connecting and collaborating directly with affiliates and vendors allows you the expert to seize immediate market opportunities. Elevate your status as the expert and be seen, be heard, be known worldwide with ease. Together we can save time, money, and most important, your reputation. When you eliminate unnecessary tasks, automate redundant tasks and delegate tasks you don't want to do and focus on what you do best. That is the way to key to the success and happiness and ready for you to enjoy. Get ready to get started. Join Link2Expert.com. Check them out. And again, they've been a sponsor for us for the last few, actually few months. So again, we encourage you to check them out. They're doing some great things. Today, we're going to be talking about the art of effortless selling, and we have a wonderful guest today, and I could, I could not wait for this show. I've been waiting for the last, God, two months now, and she is going to deliver a lot of insight today. Her name is Marcia, uh, Martin, and um, she is a global speaker, corporate executive coach, transformational thought leader, change, change maker extraordinaire. Marcia has trained over 300,000 people around the globe and how to look in a very direct way at the prison they have created in life that limits them from reaching their full potential. She spends her time consulting entrepreneur and corporate companies in leadership, communication, collaboration, and championship performance, including Capital One, Hard Rock International, Warner Brothers, Intercontinental Hotels, McCain Foods, and Evian Water. As one of the founding members and senior vice president of Earnhardt Seminars Training, uh, later known as Landmark Forum, 
She was personally mentored by innovative academic thinker Werner Erhard for 10 years in the art and technology of self-transformation and human development. And she has helped take that organization from inception to millions of graduates worldwide. She has also consulted and trained and coached some of the greatest thought leaders and authors of our time, including Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, Lynn Twist, T. Arv Eckert, and Robert T. Kawasaki. Without further ado, we welcome Marsha Martin to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you, Chris. It's so great to be here. I'm really honored and privileged, and I'm really looking forward to the show as well. Uh, we are too. And, you know, I, I, we were getting a lot of feedback already over the last few days in regards to effortless selling. You know, we, you know especially now in this, in this economy that we are in due to COVID-19, but nonetheless, you know, selling has always been something that people kind of like, you know, if you're not a salesperson, kind of look at like, mm, you know, that's not an area I want to get involved in. But yet, it's necessary. <laughs> we were always selling. You know, you know, it doesn't matter if you are a salesperson. We are always selling, whether if we we want to believe it or not. So when we talk about the concept of effortless selling, could you shed some insight, Marcia, on what that is and kind of we'll cut the, set the foundation of what we'll be discussing today? Absolutely, and it has a lot to do with what you just mentioned, is that a lot of people think they aren't selling or they don't want to sell, or they say, oh, I'm not in sales, I'm an artist, or I don't do selling, I do this. And how I was always brought up and how I was mentored is life is a guest seminar. And what that means is you're always enrolling somebody into something all the time. So it's not that selling doesn't happen for some people. All there is is selling. And then it becomes, well, can you make this an art? And it really is the art of communication. Mm. A lot of people kind of think of selling as manipulation and pressure. What I think of selling is really the art of communication and inspiration and how one honors someone to find the answer to what they want to do, what they want to have, what they want to be, and to be able to guide them through finding that answer in a way that's elegant and fun. Mm. So true. I agree 100%. It's, it is the communication. It's that engagement. It's connecting with that person. Before we get into that, because I think that is so important, the communication, I like to get your viewpoint. I always say that you know if somebody is going to learn how to communicate effectively to someone whether, you know, again, if it's in a sales-related activity or it could just be in anything in general, just connecting to another human being, they have to be able to really connect with themselves. I like to talk about the mindset mm. aspect of it, you know, and how someone can kind of look at where they're at and what they can do to kind of create a, what I, I would guess call it a growth mindset foundation that they can build on to become better communicators in terms of the art of effortless selling. Wow, that's a big subject you just opened up. I love this area. I love this area. Let's just handle the universe right off the bat. Um, well, first of all, a mindset, what you're really talking about is a way we look at life. It's a perspective. And depending on what your perspective is or your mindset is, then certain things in the universe will occur for you. So you know that picture we've all seen 
where one way you look at it, there's this ugly old witch kind of a woman. And then another way you look at it, there's this beautiful young girl. Do you know the picture I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly that picture. Yes. Okay. Well, how I use that as a metaphor of how life works, because they both exist, those two pictures at the same time. But you can only see one or the other in any one instant. So you can go back real quickly, back and forth, from looking at one from one way, from looking at a different perspective and seeing the other. But at any one instant, only one of those two pictures shows up or occurs for you. And it shows up depending on the perspective you have from which you're looking at the picture. But at the same time, they both exist. So that's kind of how I share about mindset and how the universe works is everything exists, just like both pictures exist, but which one shows up for you? Do um, things like obstacles and resistance show up for you or does possibility show up for you and opportunity? Well, it's going to depend on your mindset and where your perspective is coming from. So a mindset of growth is one where we perceive that there is possibility that there is expansion, that there's a purpose for things happening in our life, that it's a gift, whatever the challenge is in front of us. It's not a problem. It's a challenge. It's an opportunity. And that particular mindset allows you to grow. Now, in addition to that, what I tell people is to be aware of what the laws of the universe are in regards to communication. And if you look at the fact that all selling is, is communication, then understanding the laws of communication is really important. For example, we all understand the law of gravity. And we learn at a very young age, gravity always wins. We don't fight with gravity. We don't say one day, screw gravity. Today I'm going out the 10th floor window and I don't want to take the time to go down to the front door. (laughs) Right? because we know gravity is going to win. Well, the laws of communication are as clear as that, but they're not as in your face. And what that means is you can't quite be observant of them unless you're conscious and awake. And there's two big laws in communication. And when one understands these laws, it makes it really easier for someone to sell, much more effortless and much more fun. And the first law is, Nothing can be communicated unless someone is present. The person who's sending and the person who's receiving have to be in present time. And most people resist that law. You know, if you go into a meeting, there will be 100 people in the meeting texting when somebody else is speaking. They're not present to the speaker. But they think it's okay because, oh, the speaker's not talking about my particular division right now. Well, that doesn't happen. Communication doesn't happen without both being present. So they can't really contribute to any kind of collaboration or innovation in that conversation. You can't just come in and out of life and say, okay, now I'm going to be present. Okay, now this doesn't deal with me. Now I'm not going to be present. So that's a law. You must be present. The receiver must be present. But most people aren't. The second law is space. For everything that exists, there must be space for it to exist in. Now, if you consider there's outer space and inner space, your inner space is filled up with all sorts of things, doubts, fears, um, concerns, regrets, um, 
misgivings, upset, happiness, wins, losses. We carry those around if we don't let them go and we're not present. They kind of fill up our space. It's kind of like if you have a glass and it's filled up with water. Well, you can't take another glass of water and pour that into the already filled glass of water. You're going to have an upset. There's going to be some kind of ineffective result. What you must do is take the first glass and empty it out. Then it's okay to take the second glass and you can fill it up because there's space. There must be space in which something can exist. Mm. When you understand that law, you realize that most people are filled up. So the real um, uh, ability in communication is the art of listening, not the art of speaking. Because if you have a certain kind of listening, I call it generous listening, you're listening, being in present time, and your intention is to duplicate what the person is saying and experiencing so you can recreate that experience. It's not to judge it or resist it or debate it or consider what you're going to say next. It's really to receive it and allow it. So generous listening is where you listen as if the person is brilliant. We listen differently when we think the person's brilliant. Listen as if whatever they're saying you consider as possible. If you've already thought, oh, what they're saying is just, you know, a bunch of crap, then you're not going to listen in the same generous way as you would if you listened as if you were considering what they said possible. Now, when you listen like that, you're able to receive and allow whatever they share. And if you can receive it, not push it back, not fill it back up their space, but empty their space out of all of their concerns and their ideas and their suggestions and their excuses and really just receive and acknowledge that you did that. So it sounds like if somebody says something to you, you say, oh, thank you. Good. Uh Uh-huh. I got that. And you keep doing that until you can see that the person has let go of some of those things they've been holding on to in their space, and there is some space in which you can share. Mm. Now, that skill set takes training. <laughs> because yeah, we all it does. want to say what we want to say. <laughs> God, well, you know, you illustrated that so perfectly, Marsha. I mean, because when you think about it, we've, you know, I've been, I was in sales for 25 years, and, you know, I've been through every sales training, and they talked about, you know, you know, the art, you know, the discovery process and asking questions and listening, learning to relate and understand. And that's all, I mean, critical. But like what you talked about space, like, you know, when somebody is filled, there's no room. There's no room. So it's like you're going through the motions. But if you give, if you listen and you allow that person to remove some of that space or some of that stuff that's filling up that space, now you get to a point with that engagement that they feel like they can trust you, they, they're more likely to be open to a, a suggestion, a recommendation, an idea, whatever the case may be, where now that would probably more likely resonate and be received versus the other way around if you were trying to even do that before when there was no space. Would that be safe to say? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm going to add a few things to this because what you're saying is absolutely accurate in, in my experience also. So let's even take it further. People don't understand the difference or the distinction between allowing something and agreeing with something. And if you have those two concepts collapse together, 
and you think allowing is agreeing, you're in trouble. Because mm-hmm. allowing is really receiving. You can receive something, you can allow somebody to have a point of view and receive that point of view, whether you agree with it or not. But if you think, if you kind of unconsciously consider allowing is agreeing, then if you don't agree, you can't allow. And if you can't allow or receive, you can't empty them out. So first of all, a person needs to have that distinction and realize, oh, I can listen to a point of view that I don't agree with and still allow it space to exist. I can receive it. I don't have to say I disagree even. I can still just receive it. I can empty out this person of that particular point of view they have in which I disagree with. So that in itself will allow a person to receive more easily and not have to push back. Because if you think it's allowing is agreeing, then if you don't agree, you have to say, well, I don't agree. Now, when you say that, you're filling up the space. You're not emptying the space. Mm. The other thing is when you tell someone how they feel, what they should do, you give them a suggestion, which is what most, what I would say, quote, salespeople do. People say, you need this, you want this, you can afford this, this is what you're going to get. All of that kind of communication fills up space because you're putting something in. You're telling someone how they should experience what they need, what they can do, what they can get, what they want. That fills up space. What empty space is when I share my experience, not when I tell you what your experience will be, So it's the art of sharing from my heart about something that happened to me, not the manipulation of telling someone else what's going to happen for them. So it's a combination. If I can share from my experience, oh, here's what I got. Here's why I did it. Here's what my client did with it. Here's the result I found when I did this rather than, oh, you really need this because this is what you're going to get when you have it. One is emptying space. The other is putting something into the space. Now, the other thing is if I'm sharing from my heart and I'm saying what's so in my experience, what that does for someone is it's inspiring. Mm, Inspiring comes from the inside out. So what happens is a person can look at what you're sharing, which is very inspirational, And they can consider then, is this good for me or not? And so it's kind of like a metaphor. You can either be standing behind someone pushing them into the place you want them. Or what I do is I have the metaphor. I'm standing in front of them, calling them towards me by clearing the space that's in front of them and letting them take their own self-determined steps. Wow, that is powerful stuff. So, and this is perfect timing because we have to go to break here in about 20 seconds. And again, for those of you who are listening to Marsha, I mean, take notes. And if you have to listen to this show again in its entirety or, you know, to get this information, please do. This is really a difference maker here, not only in selling, you know, what you do, why you do what you do in your business, but this could could be for anything. It could be any type of relationship, your marriage, your relationship with your children, people in your community, friends. This is critical information. So 
Uh, I mean, the laws of space, like who would have known, you know, so this is wonderful information. Uh, we have to go to break, but we got a lot more to come here with Marsha Martin, the art of effortless selling, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back again. We're here with uh, Marsha Martin, the art of effortless selling. We were just delivered a ton of wisdom in terms of effortless selling. We we're learning the the laws of the universe. The again, the law of communication, the law of space. It was powerful. We encourage those that are just joining us to listen to the show again on demand later today. Uh, for the first segment, there's just a wealth of information that you would want to hear as it applies to maybe your situation, where you're at in your business, your personal life, and what we're going to be talking about here moving forward. So, uh, Marcia, when we talk, we look at sales now, can you could provide some insight to the differences between the old and new age selling model? Yeah, I break sales down into two kind of models. One is I actually call selling, and it's what we all think of when we say we don't want to do it and we don't want it done to us. It's the part where people feel pressured, manipulated, coerced, talked into something, cornered, pinned down, all of that. And then what I call enrollment is what you and I were just talking about is your ability to inspire someone and to guide them inside to be able to answer the questions they need to answer to see if they want to have what it is that you are offering. So it kind of works like this. When a person is buying anything, they're usually looking at three distinct kinds of things. Do they want it? Do they need it? And can they afford it? Those are the basics of when somebody says, gee, am I going to buy it? I look to see, do I want it? Do I need it? Can I afford it? The decision whether they get it or not is actually less important than those three questions because those three questions are about themselves. 
Now, the old model of what I call sales or selling is where a person tells you what you want, tells you that you need it, and tells you you can afford it. And that's the thing that you and I were talking about in the earlier segment of filling up a person's space. That's why a person feels cornered and pressured. It's like it's coming in and it's getting worse and worse and worse. So if somebody says, oh, yeah, you really, really need this because here's what it will do for you and here's what you get from it, so you should really want this, and you can afford it. It's only 20 cents a day, so don't worry about that. So they're telling you, they're filling up your space, they're telling you the old way of selling, what you want, what you need, what you can afford. Then what I call a salesperson does, the old age, is they sit back and ask you, are you going to get it? And they make you make that decision. You made the first three decisions for them. Then they make you make the decision, are you getting it or not? Which is the least important decision, but the most difficult. Because people don't know if they're right or not. And most of us look outside of ourselves for agreement. So when we're confronted with, are we going to do it or not, it's almost paralyzing because we don't know, well, let's see, did the neighbor do it? Should I do it? Is my husband going to say it's okay that I do it? It's a very scary space to be in. And so that's an unkind thing to do to anybody. What I call an enroller or a person who uses the new way or new age, what I call enrollment, is first of all, you find out if the person wants something, needs something, or can afford it. And that's by asking questions. That's called emptying space. So I might Mm -hmm. say something like, well, do you think this is something that you would get value from? Now, that question itself causes a person to go inside to consider they would want it or not. They actually have to look at their own situation, at their own concerns, at their own life, at their own identity, and decide, yeah, maybe, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, I would like to have this. And if you can guide a person inside, here's the thing about receiving and generous listening. A person will run into their own fears and doubts, and they'll say things like, well, I want it, but I can't afford it. Um. And so if you're receiving and just allowing them to have whatever concern or consideration they have, and you know you're just listening, all you say is, oh, I understand. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Anything else you'd like to say? And they'll keep giving you all their reasons and their excuses and their concerns and everything, and you just receive. You're not judging if it's right or wrong. You're not telling them that's yes or a no. You're just saying, yeah, you understand their point of view. You consider that possible for them, and that's brilliant that they share that. You, you genuinely listen, receive, and acknowledge. That will empty them out. Now, once they get past their automatic responses, they'll actually get in touch with some authentic experiential choices. And you can tell the difference if you're present. And when a person tells you, you know, I really could use this. I can see how it would value my children. I can see that it would make me more fulfilled. I can see that it's something that will make my life better. When they start saying things like that, then they have told you, yes, they want it. Yes, they need it. Yes, they can afford it. Those are the most important decisions. Now what an enroller does at that point is exactly opposite to what we said a salesman did before. The enroller doesn't make you make the hard decisions. 
what the enroller does because you've already said you wanted it. The enroller gives you an instruction of how to get what you want. And the enroller is, takes on the, the feeling of being uncomfortable because that's scary. You don't know what a person will say if you say to them, okay, great. Okay, we'll get out your, pe- your checkbook and please fill it out and make it out to this. That's an instruction. That's not, are you going to get it? And that's scary for the enroller. So you're, you're first guiding them through their inner self so they can make their own self-determination. They want it, they need it, or they can afford it. If you find out they do, then you tell them what to do to have what they want. If you find out they don't, then you say thank you, and that's absolutely fine, and I'm here forever, so if you ever want to talk to me again, you know, um, and then you let them have those decisions. So that art of being able to receive, empty someone out, when they're throwing things at you, and they may throw things at you emotionally. I don't want it. I already told you that. Okay, good. I got that. Thank you. You'd be surprised. It doesn't matter what emotion they throw at you. If you genuinely receive and allow and get what they're saying, they won't have it anymore. And what will be left is space. And then the next question you can say is, would you like me to share some of the things that I got from it? Would you like me to share what happened to me when I did this? And that's a sharing from your experience, which can help them to be inspired and help them to decide whether they want it or not, and then you give them the instruction. Does that make mm. sense, those two different models? They're yeah, exactly the no, opposite. Very, very good. I mean, powerful. So when now if you have someone, you know, they're hearing this, and but they just, you know, obviously they've never, you know, enrolled somebody. They've always done it the way they've been taught, you know, to go out and sell. And what would you suggest would be that point where they have to kind of change what they do, like something like where could they start with something to kind of make that pivot to go to go from a salesperson to an enroller? Like what would that be that one, Perfect. maybe the one suggestion to get them started in the right, that right direction? Okay. To get them started in the right direction. Great question. They need to um, increase their ability to listen. So mm. here's an exercise anybody can do. Most people don't know what happens in the silence. Because when people get silent, they feel they have to talk. So if I'm in the car with you, we're driving along, and you're talking, and you stop talking, I promise you I'll start. It's just what people do. They're so uncomfortable in the silence. So it helps to learn what actually happens in the silence. So I say to people, when somebody gets done talking, whatever it is, whatever you're talking about, it doesn't really matter whether it's the waiter at your table or your husband at home or your kid that just got in from school or your colleague, they get done saying something. Before you respond, count silently three seconds in your head before you speak. Just count silently one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. I promise you the other person will start talking before you get to three, 1,000. And then notice that they just started talking. And listen genuinely again, really like a generous listener. Listen as if you're truly interested instead of trying to be interesting. Listen as if you're trying to duplicate what what they're actually saying as if it's possible 
to be true for them in terms of what they're saying instead of finding why it's not true and what your debate is going to be or your rebuttal. Genuinely listen, and when they stop, go 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000. You'll be surprised at how long you can go in the conversation before the person realizes you haven't said anything. Now, if that happens and that person pauses, because what they're doing in that space is they're emptying out. When you're just receiving and not saying anything and letting them keep going, they're emptying out. If they stop, then you just say this. You shake your head yes, and you kind of smile, and you look them in the eyes, and you say, what else? And that little trigger, just that, by saying, what else? They'll figure it's still their turn to talk, and they'll keep talking. (laughs) And then do your 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000, and find out what happens in the silence when you don't say anything. I'll tell you what happens is people talk themselves into doing whatever you suggested. People get to a place where they go inside and they start being authentic with you instead of automatic. People really listen after they've emptied out a bit because they get more present. So that's the first step is learn how powerful listening is. And that's a trick mm-hmm. of how you can kind of train yourself. Wow, that, that is great, great insight, Marcia. It's so true. Listening is so important in that pause because, again, it's the first person that opens up. They're going to be the ones that, again, that's going to open up that space um, and get them. And uh, Do you feel like when somebody is enrolled versus sold, do you feel like they're more likely subconsciously or even consciously to do their part to have a better experience or use the product or whatever the case may be. Do you find that is usually the case? I do. And I also, um, there's a thing, you know, in sales, if you break it down, you say, well, there's the initial contact, then there's the qualification, then there's the presentation, then there is the close. There's another step, which is called the reclose. So first of all, in a sales situation, when you're backing somebody in a corner, telling them what they want, and then what happens, what pressure is in terms of sales is when you make it more uncomfortable for them to say no than to say yes. You put the pressure on, oh, yes, you do want this. I can't believe you said no. Come on. You really do this. You just keep building that pressure until it's less uncomfortable for them to just say, yes, okay, I'll take it. But the, the, the um, capability of them going away, having a good experience and actually keeping whatever you sold them is very less. They will probably cancel. And that's why we have these three days in any kind of sales operations where they say you can always have three days to cancel you know, because people feel, oh, after they get away from the person that was selling them, they go, oh, I lied. People are willing to lie. I wanted it. Yeah, I told them I wanted it. I told them I'd take it. Anything to get rid of them. Well, in a, an enrollment situation, you're getting them closer and closer to their actual experience of do they desire it. Desire is very powerful. It's even more powerful than whether a person needs or can afford something. If I get in touch with my desire, my want of something, I will find a way to give it to myself, whether I think I need it or I think I can afford it. If I want it, 
And that's what you want to get people in touch with by asking questions. Well, what value do you feel this would be for you and your family? Well, do you think that you would get any value from this? That's all questions that guide them into looking at their desire. When they get in touch with their desire, you can't stop them. Now, during that presentation, so to speak, when you're sharing and you're asking questions, they will tell you all of the reasons that they think could be obstacles. So they will say things like, oh, I probably shouldn't do this. My husband will kill me. Or I really, I I don't know if I should take this extra money out of my savings to do this because, you know, I promised myself not to do that. They'll give you those little tidbits of information. So if they get guided through their concerns, they get in touch with their desire through your questions and sharing of your own heartfelt experience, and then you know they want it and you give them the instruction of what to do to get it, okay, great, take out your credit card, sign here, okay, fantastic, need your signature right on this, you know, you're, you're instructing them how to get what they said they wanted. Then comes you presenting to them all of the things that they told you earlier that might be obstacles. If a person can handle it in their mind, they can handle it in their physical reality. If I told you when you're talking to me that my husband's going to kill me, and then I got in touch with my desire so much to have it, I'm going to give it to myself, and I actually sign the check and I get it, I still have a husband I have to face physically. But if I can look at that obstacle in my mind and handle it in my mind, trust me, I can handle it when it's physical. So I would say something like, okay, congratulations. This is so fabulous. I'm so excited for you. That's incredible. Tell me what you're going to do with this, how you're going to use it, uh, how you feel about it, and get them really in touch with their desire again that they did something fantastic. And then I would say, so what are you going to tell your husband when he comes home? Yep. And the minute I say that, you will see that there's fear that comes up and all sorts of things. But if you can get them to look at it in their mind, if they see it yep. and they're in touch with their desire, they'll say to me, oh, don't worry, I can handle him. <laughs> or anything. It, if you they get, can you get handle the card. Uh, we got to go yes, to break, Marcel, yes. but I want to continue on that. We just got to go to break for our commercial, but this is powerful. Again, we want to make sure that we want to close on the, the difference between old and the new selling model. This is critical stuff that can allow your business to pivot here. So we encourage you. We're going to be right back. We got to go to break and we got more to come. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back again. We are just getting some powerful information here on the art of effortless selling. Again, there is just some great wisdom here. Uh, Again, we encourage those that are listening to, again, listen to the show again later today. And for those that are just joining us to, again, listen to the show, if you missed the first uh, segment or even the second segment, Again, to listen to it in its entirety. And we encourage you to share this show, uh, especially this episode today, with somebody you care about that really that you want to see make a difference in their business. There is just some great information here. And again, our show is being brought to you by Link2Expert.com. Again, they connect speaker, trainers, consultants, executives, and entrepreneurs uh, with an expert that could help you scale your business to the next level. That's Link2Expert.com. Feel free to reach out at, to them at your convenience. And again, uh, they're doing some wonderful things. So um, getting back, uh, you know, Marsha, we had left off with, you know, the difference between old and new selling models. And you just provided a really great description of, you know, that transition from selling to enrolling. You know, I know you have a membership club. And I'd like to talk a little bit more about that, you know, that, you know, people can get some more information on, you know, and not only expand on some of the things that you're teaching us and really empowering us today, but, you know, maybe perhaps some other things that, you know, that you share or provide in terms of resources in your membership club. I would love to talk about my membership club, Chris, because for many, many, many years, having trained over 300,000 people around the world, and been um, one of the um, founders and pioneers of the human potential movement and having done thousands and tens of thousands of seminars and workshops, my whole life I have videoed most of those workshops. And I always thought that I would video them so that I could transcribe them and write a book. And so literally my whole life I carry around all these boxes of every kind of formatted video that you can think of as CDs, DVDs, 8-tracks, etc. And finally, about two, two years ago, I got this idea, which I think is really smart of me because I kind of transferred into the Zoom online world way before COVID. Uh, and a lot of my transformational um, thought leaders and trainer colleagues didn't do that and were kind of caught with their pants down. But I started an online platform and I realized I probably will never write the book that way, but why don't I upload these workshops and edit them and put them on a platform where it's kind of like a Netflix of Marsha Martin. 
So we've done that, and we have a club, and it's only $10 a month, and you can find out about it by going to marshamartinclub.com, and it has workshops, seminars, podcasts, speaking engagements, keynotes of mine throughout the years, and we're continuing to upload and put more and more material. We're going to create new content, and all of what I've shared today about sales, enrollment, I have whole workshops that go into each aspect. I also have workshops on relationships and communication and leadership and championship performance and how one builds a business. And so you can go and just kind of watch at your own leisure for $10 a month. Everybody thinks it's a steal. And I am getting raved. People are calling me and saying, I just watched this video on relationship secrets that you made. It was so funny and it was so fun. And I have to tell you, Marsha, I think it saved my marriage. Like really, that kind of result. So... That's my club, and if you want to know more about enrollment and sales, I would love and invite you to attend. Wow, absolutely. Well, if you think that, you know, again, you got everybody listening here, you got some really, some information that is worth hundreds of thousands, if not more dollars here, that you can really, you know, and now if you could just take advantage of a $10 a month that you can now tap into, expand on learning how to shift from selling to enrolling and see what difference that makes in your business. And again, doesn't necessarily mean that you, you know, you have to be a salesperson in itself, but again, you, you we are always selling some in some way. If we're a business owner or doing some aspect um, in a business that, revol- that involves communicating with people, so important. So, um, so in terms of some, you know, when we look at this, um, you know, the art of effortless selling, you know, you had mentioned it was an art earlier and that's the title of the show, you know, talk about when I think of art, I think of, you know, something that is creative, something that kind of can, you know, last for, you know, for a, you know, a long time. It's something that people could go, always go back to and, you know, and that, that wisdom that was back then, it, it still holds true today. Can you talk about, again, that, that the art of itself, like what this means to, to selling and enrolling today? Absolutely. So if you recall from what we shared already, there's several chunks of different kinds of skill sets. So first one is being present. That's a law of communication. Then we talked about generous listening, how one listens as if another is brilliant and what they're saying is possible. Then we talked about the distinction between allowing and agreeing. So if you can just know that you can still allow and receive something, even if you disagree with it, but you can't allow or receive it if you think it is the same as agreement, because then if you don't agree, you won't be able to allow it. And then the whole kind of chunk of instead of telling someone what they're going to get, share from your experience what you got. Now, I want to add something here in terms of the art, because listening is an art. It takes practice just like playing the piano. It takes practice just like um, creating a great painting. And so that piece is artful. Another piece that's artful is how you share. Sharing from the heart authentically, genuinely, openly, vulnerably is an art. And it has to do with how you share a story. And most people don't understand that stories are more powerful when there's an incident. So I can talk about 
on and on about how great it was summers at my grandfather's. But that's not an incident. Or I could say, you know, I was standing on the, on the edge of the river. I was eight years old. It was a really sunny day. And I looked across the shield through the alfalfa, and I saw my grandfather, and he was running towards me, and he had something in his hand. And I really tried to see what it was, and it got closer and closer, and suddenly I realized it's a fishing pole. And he gave it to me, held it out to me, and he said, Marsha, this is yours. I'm going to teach you to fish today. You see, that actually happened in time. That's what I mean by an incident. That's not a general saying of, oh, I had such great times fishing with my grandfather. When you're able to share about the exact moment, how you felt, what you saw, what you felt, um, what was being said, what you heard, and, and have it, that puts you closer to it experientially, and then it comes from that place of your heart rather than your head. So that's an extra thing you throw in there in terms of it being an art. Mm. Wow, that's so powerful, and, and it's so true. And you have just, I mean, you have really explained, I mean, I look at the art to it, you know, it's a way it could be, the, you know, it's the foundation of things. And and you really, really illustrated the foundation of effortless selling, you know, which is really enrolling and which is really powerful. What would be some other insights that you would say would be important that we didn't talk about today yet, Marcia, that you feel someone can kind of, when they're, look, when they're listening to making this transition from selling into a rolling, what are some other things that people can do for themselves to prepare to be, you know, to embrace this process uh, to be better enrollers? What would be some other things you can elaborate that you feel that we didn't discuss? Excellent. One of the things is our ability to confront or experience disagreement or um, emotion. So when, when you're guiding a person into their inner self, when you're asking questions like, well, do you feel this would be useful for you? Do you feel you would get value from it? A person goes inside. And when they go inside, they're going to run into whatever's there. And for most of us, what's there is fear and doubt and upset and all sorts of things that haven't been handled. In order for that to be emptied out, they have to express it. If you're not up to receiving what they're expressing and you take it personally, then we're in trouble. So you, you want to get to a place where you're centered and you realize that your environment isn't you. It's the terrain. It's like we're going down the river. We can't change the river. We're in a boat. We, all we can do is stay balanced. And the boat is going to get jarred by the river, and it might throw us off balance. Well, then the game is, how do I get back to center quickly, more quickly than I did last time? If somebody yells at me and says, I don't want anybody to sell, you know, that's their expressing themselves. That has nothing to do with you. It just knocks you off center, perhaps. So then you take a deep breath and you say, thank you for sharing that. I really understand how you feel. You don't say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't trying to sell you. You misunderstood. That's putting <laughs> stuff into the space. <laughs> so you have to be able to get to a place where you're practicing getting off center, getting back to center quickly, and being able to stay balanced in that boat. Because sometimes there's, you know, rapids in the river. That's okay. 
No, the that's more true. you practice, the more the better you are. So we, we have about four minutes till the end. So we have a couple minutes I wanted to wrap up the topic because I think you, you mentioned something here at that end when you talked about getting back to center and balance. Would you suggest that, you know, people that have a hard time being present, like maybe would it would it be safe to say that a good thing to build a, a good foundation that we talked about that you talked about today, which effortless selling and enrolling would be maybe, you know, things like meditation, journaling, perhaps. Maybe it helps people to be present because learning how to be present takes away that fear of being in the past and the future. Would that be safe to say? Absolutely. I've been meditating, just so you know, Chris, since I was 12 years old. I was interning with my aunt, who is a clairvoyant healer, from the time I was 17. I have a very unique training of myself in my life. And so I have been meditating my entire life. And it is how you plug yourself into vitality. You have to get to a still place in order to re-energize and revitalize your energetic field, which then revitalizes every aspect of yourself, your mental acuity, your physical body, your health, your thought process. So yes, yes, yes. Now here's Uh. another thing I would suggest if I could, which is, if you want to get better at this, do things that throw you off center. See, what we usually do is we do all the things that make us feel calmer. What I say is, the only way to grow is if you're uncomfortable. So if you say to yourself, oh, that doesn't make me comfortable, great. I say, good, keep doing that until it gets to be comfortable. (laughs) So the best way to learn how to be centered is to get thrown off and get back to center and get thrown off and get back to center. So put yourself in situations that throw you off center instead of avoiding them. Uh, that's powerful. Powerful. Great advice. And we, we're near the end of the show, Marcia. I could go on another hour talking with you. You have just been wonderful. I want to let the listeners know more where they can find you, more about the membership uh, club that you have, you know, so where they can reach out and get in contact with you. Absolutely. So first of all, my name is spelled M-A-R-C-I-A, Marsha Martin. And you can go to MarshaMartin.com, which is my website. Find out all about me, how to reach me for coaching or consulting or training. And then if you want to find out more specifically about the club and how to register for that at $10 a month, which is all my workshops and seminars, and we're uploading daily more and more material, then go to MarshaMartinClub.com. And it would be my pleasure to have everybody involved and enjoying the work that I do. My whole, I'm in the last quarter of my life now. So I want to well, give away. Well, we, my we will definitely. We want to encourage everyone, and we're going to be promoting that again tomorrow to make sure everyone reach out to Marcia. She has a wealth of. She has given away hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of information here today. And again, now you get a, have a, a, an advantage to get more information through her membership club. We encourage you to check out her website uh, links for further information. Marcia, thank you so much again for taking time to join us here at Sustainable Success. We greatly appreciate you. And guests, we appreciate you each and every week taking time out of your Thursday to join us. And again, we'll be back next Thursday with more information on a different topic to help scale your business and personal life to the next level. And we wish everyone a great rest of your day. Have a great day, everyone. 
Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.